Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to give you my recap on UFC on ESPN, the Korean Zombie vs. Ige, also known as UFC on ESPN 25. Uh, let's get to it. Uh, let's talk about the main event first. Chan Sung Jung defeated Dan Ige by unanimous decision. Um, what can I say? It's I'm very impressed uh, with the Korean Zombie at this point of his career, to be honest, after the the fight with Brian Ortega, I thought this might be it for him. He's 34 years old. Maybe he's not in his prime anymore. That's what I thought after that Brian Ortega fight because he got picked apart on the feet against Brian Ortega. And honestly, I was like, Brian Ortega isn't exactly the greatest striker out there but maybe he just improved a lot after being out for two years and he was able to do it against the korean zombie but korean zombie in this fight he looked good on the feet he also was able to take some big shots in this fight and still press forward uh use his wrestling his ground game looked solid and it just it, it really told me that there are levels to this game i'm not saying that danny gay is bad but He's just not there yet. I do believe he could get there if he continues to improve, which I think will happen. But right now, the Korean Zombie is just on a, another level in terms of fighter in the featherweight division right now. And I do credit uh, Dan Ige for having his moments, especially in round five. It really looked like he was hurting uh, Chan Sung Jung, especially with those shots to the body. So there was some promising things from Danny Gay in this fight but overall it was mostly Chan Sung Jung who was controlling the action and he won by unanimous decision so a next fight that I would like to see for the Korean Zombie well he already said that he would like to fight Max Holloway and to be honest that's a matchup that I would love to see I think I've always wanted to see that matchup and for it to actually happen now maybe it's a little bit too late for it to happen but is that that's just such a I'll be excited for that matchup. Max Holloway versus a Korean Zombie. I'll be much more excited about that than Max Holloway versus Yair Rodriguez, if I'm being honest. So I think that's a good matchup for Chan Sung Jung next to fight um, Max Holloway. Dan Ige, I, I don't know where he goes after this, you know. Um, maybe he fights... Uh, hmm... It's, it's unfortunate that Zabit is um, he's con considering retirement right now. So um, that would have been a great fight if that didn't happen. But maybe, who's that guy's name? Josh Emmett. Josh Emmett hasn't been around for a while. And I'd, I'd like to see him uh, come back. And I think uh, a fight against uh, Dan Ige would be, be good. Did Dan Ige ever fight um, Shane Burgos? No, he never did. So maybe Shane Burgos would be a good fight as well. There's a lot of uh, matchups for Danny Gay. So I think uh, either Shane Burgos or Josh Emmett. Maybe Shane Burgos because he's coming off a defeat as well. So yeah, make that fight. But for sure, Chan Sung Jung versus Max Holloway. That's a fight that I'd definitely be excited for. In the co-main event, Sergey Spivak, he defeated Alexei Olenek by unanimous decision. Uh, it just... Uh, 
nothing very impressive. Uh, first round, Alexi Olenek actually looked good, but then he it, he began to slow down in the second and third. And I think it's not only just because his cardio, but just his age in general. This guy's old now, so it it should have been a more impressive finish from Sergei Spivak to really put a statement on for this win. But he won by unanimous decision, and... Uh, yeah, good for him, I guess. Uh, Marlon Vera versus Davy Grant. That was a very fun fight. Davy Grant, he looked really good early. Showed promise on the feet, but uh, Marlon Vera, he uh, was keeping up with him as well and really began to take over in rounds two and three. Those elbow shots were nasty. Uh, Davy was busted up by the end of the fight, but um, he was still in it. And I have to give him credit that he was still in it after taking some big shots and defending submissions, which looked really tight. But um, I'm impressed with both of these guys. Both of, both of these guys leave the fight as winners. Davy Grant, he may have lost, but he is a tough guy, and I can't wait to see more of him in the future. As for Marlon Vera, you know, he he's an exciting uh, prospect, in my opinion. And for him to be number 15 in the world... In bantamweight, just it really shows how deep that division is. If Marlon Vera is your number fifteen ranked fighter in bantamweight, that's uh, that's a scary division for sure. So Marlon Vera, I think a good fight for him next. I know he was talking to Dominic Cruz backstage, and I think that would be a fun fight. But I think Dominic has a fight. Maybe I don't know. I, I I'd like to see him go against someone in the top 10 top five maybe like maybe top five is too soon especially because he lost to jose aldo but maybe frankie edgar i'd like to see him go against frankie edgar i think that's a fun fight but i don't know if these guys have fights right now but frankie edgar dominic cruz um who else is there i, I wouldn't even mind seeing a sean o'malley rematch to be honest i know um there was controversy in their first one. I, I still think it was a clear win for Marlon. But uh, if Sean O'Malley really wants to run that back and Marlon Vera is okay with that too, well, why not? I think that's a fun fight. Um, or Cody Garbrandt. You know, Cody Garbrandt would be a fun fight with Marlon Vera as well. So lots of options for Marlon Vera at this point. Uh, Sung Woo Choi defeated Julian Arosa. TKO punches in the first round, drops him, and then finishes him on the ground with punches. Impressive win. There's not really much I could say more about that. It was, uh, it was nice. It was very nice. And uh, Bruno Silva finishes it in the guard. That was pretty impressive. Uh, with punches, knocks out Wellington Terman in the guard, which is... When, when you see that, you know the person has some serious power in their hands. So that was nice. Matt Brown, the immortal, he defeated Diego Lima, knockout in the second round. Hey, uh, that's cool, man. That's cool to see uh, Matt Brown still uh, knocking out people at this point in his career. And uh, this is a guy who's been around forever. I, don't, don't you remember that time when Matt, Matt Brown, he went on like a, was it a seven fight win streak or eight fight win streak back in the day? And uh, everyone was rooting for him to get a shot at that title. Remember his fight with Eric Silva? That was crazy. And um, after that little period of uh, Matt Brown's career, I, I really became a fan of his because a lot of people doubted him 
for a long time and then he just goes on this crazy run and people still doubt him now because he is older he's been losing fights but when i see a victory like this just a clean knockout um at this point at 40 years old it's i'm happy for the guy but in general you know this card was uh good performances it's just it, it wasn't anything special I, I just think a lot of it was because of the matchups there wasn't any like intriguing matchups where i was like oh man i'm excited to see what's gonna happen here i think the only one really was the main event and uh even that wasn't the most exciting on paper for me personally i wasn't like oh i can't wait to see what's gonna happen here um that's why i kind of lacked in quality for me good performances but there was just the storylines just I didn't really care for them, I guess. So, in general, I would give this card um, a 6 out of 10. I think a 6 out of 10 is solid. People, the people in this uh, card, the fighters in this card, they did very well in uh, what they had to do. But, like I said, it just uh, nothing really intrigued me on paper, if that makes sense. Let me know what you think about this card. Uh, how would you rate it? What was your favorite moments? And I hope you have a good rest of your week. Bye-bye.